Now it's the time you've been waiting for. You're in the mix with film producer Jason Slack, a.k.a. the talk of the town now. The 40 Vision Films man himself. The owner of the Jason Slack brand. The place to be is here on the Vision Live Network. And now, let's get it in. There's a party over there. Everybody have a sip, have fun, and say cheers. There's a party over here. There's a party over there. Everybody have a sip, have fun, and say cheers. I walked in the club, shorty dancing all around, twerking. She dipping low, ass all on the ground. Give me a shot of something strong I can sip on. I did a two-step to DJ, play my favorite song. Everybody's getting along. Welcome to the Slackers Talk Podcast, a.k.a. the talk of the town. Now, I'm your host, film producer Jason Slack, and today is Thursday. October 26, 2023. And on today's episode, after doing a series of serious topics the last couple of weeks, as per request, we go switch it up a little bit and have some fun. We go take it back to our roots. That's right, I'm talking about a versus battle. We talking about Nas Illmatic versus Biggie, ready to die. Who you got? Let's get it. As always, I got to give an answer. I got to tell you which one is better. So without a doubt, let's get it in. Hey, this is your boy, Jason Slack, a.k.a. The Talk of the Town now. The Slackers Talk podcast is available on all your favorite podcast platforms. Choose your favorite podcast platform. Go to The Slackers Talk. Hit that follow or subscribe button. And that's it. All your work is done. As soon as you hit that follow button, a new episode, a new content of the Slackers Talk podcast will be delivered straight to your device as soon as it becomes available. Now, here's the best part. You can listen to my show live, which I definitely recommend. But it gets even better. Let's say that you're busy that day. The Slackers Talk podcast episodes will be available 24-7. So you can listen to the show later. You can listen to the show the next day. You know, you can listen to three episodes a day. You can listen to an entire series on your way to work, on your way to the gym. However you want to do it. So you see, it's simple, easy, and convenient. So what are you waiting for? I see y'all Thursdays at 9 o'clock. You heard And welcome to another epic edition of the Talk of the Town Now. Y'all now rocking with the best. It's your boy, film producer Jason Slack, a.k.a. the Podcast King, a.k.a. the Talk of the Town Now. As always, man, it's a pleasure to be here, man. I want to thank y'all once again for tuning in. Is this is this a blessing, man? Another week here on the Slackers Talk podcast, man. You know, man. You know, I enjoy talking to y'all so much, man. It, it seems like, even though we only get together once a week, man, it kind of seems like it's it's like every other day. You know what I'm saying? Like, like when you when you enjoy what you're doing, man, that the time go by fast, man. You know what I'm saying? I I just it, it seems like every other day. And we, we be having so much to talk about. I need to, you know what I'm saying? I need to get to a point where, you know what I'm saying? Like, we need to link up three times a, a week at least. You know what I'm saying? That's definitely coming, man. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. But I, I appreciate y'all. Thanks for rocking with me. 
Y'all already know what it is. Y'all could have been anywhere in the world right now, but y'all right here with me. I appreciate that. October 26th, man, the last, you know what I mean, the last podcast in the month of October, the last Sluggish Talk episode, I should say, in the month of October, you know what I'm saying? Like, time is winding down. End of the year, you know what I'm saying? Thanksgiving and Christmas be here before you know it. You know what I'm saying? We're nearing that time where, you know what I mean, it's, it's the end of the year. A lot to celebrate, a lot to, a lot to look forward to, a lot to, you know what I mean, reflect on, you know. And a quick, a quick schedule note, you know what I'm saying? By being the end of the year, unfortunately, you know what I'm saying, it's that time. We got like four, four more episodes in the month of November and, you know, Following Thanksgiving, I'll be going on vacation, man, in the month of December. You know what I'm saying? All my day ones, y'all already know what it is. You know what I'm saying? I do that each and every year. You know what I'm saying? December's my time off. And as always, man, I tell y'all, man, if something major happens, you know what I'm saying? We'll be right back here. You know what I'm saying? I'll do an emergency episode. You know what I'm saying? What I like to call it. And, you know, we still got the social media thing going. So it's like, I'm on vacation, but I ain't going nowhere. Each and every day, I'm sitting here on the Slackers Talk podcast, you know what I'm saying, at my office, thinking of ways to, 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 to improve the show, thinking of, you know what I mean, what can I add, you know what I'm saying, what, what more can I bring to the table? And I got to tell you, I got to tell you, you know what I'm saying, um, y'all know me, uh, I don't wait to the last minute, you know what I'm saying? At, at the end of the year, I start getting on my grind in September as far as everything is, uh, everything goes at the end of the year. I start that in September. And, man, you know, the month of January for the Slackers Talk, I got a lot of new content, man. A lot of, a lot of new stuff for y'all, man. Y'all gonna love it. Y'all gonna love it. You know, nothing stays the same. The only thing that stays the same here on the Slackers Talk, man, is we're going to keep it real. Um, it's going to be entertaining, but I'm always bringing stuff to the table, and I got a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff coming next year. You know what I'm saying? A lot of stuff here on the Slackers Talk. But, um, you know, I'll be taking off the month of December, you know, barring change or if anything happens. Um, you may still be able to catch me over at the Sports Court Network. As y'all know, NBA started this past two days ago. I'm sorry, on Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that just started. Uh, we in football season. Um, There's a lot going on over there. So, you know, you can catch me over there on the Sports Court Network and my sports podcast. You know, happy to be labeled Slack and Sports. And, you know, I also post those episodes right here on the Vision Live Network as well. So, you know, be on the lookout for that. Also, you know, coming in January, it's New Year's. We celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King here on the Slackers Talk podcast. I hope to have some special guests, you know what I'm saying, to help me along the way. You know what I'm saying? Martin Luther King was my man. As you know, it was before my time. I never got a chance to meet him. And it'll be good, you know, this time around. I also did it this year, too. It's good to hear you know, from people that actually lived it as well, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? I hope to get some guests on the show to, to help us out with that. 
Then we got Black History Month coming up in February, where I'll be featuring four people, four African Americans that contributed greatly to the culture. You know what I'm saying? That's what I do. And I always tell y'all, you know, those are my two favorite months here on the Slackers Talk podcast because it challenges me. It puts me on my toes. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm talking about people that I love, but also people that's before my time. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm talking about stuff that I didn't get to live, 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 you know what I mean? I didn't get to live through. But because I'm a fan of my culture and where I come from, you know what I'm saying? I'm a fan of history. I'm a fan of how I got here. I'm a fan of how I got a chance to start the Slackers Talk. You know what I'm saying? So I talk about people that, that contributed to our culture. I talk about the people that made the Slackers Talk possible. And it just challenges me, you know what I'm saying, to get to get information, to get knowledge. And you got to challenge yourself, baby. That's what I do. And those are my two times. And just be on the lookout, I promise you. I will not disappoint yet again. You know what I mean? This will be our fourth time doing it. And it's going to be one of the best ever. promise you that. Um, Shout-outs to my, to my October birthdays. Man, you know, by being the last day... Here on the Slackers Talk in October. I hope y'all all enjoyed y'all birthdays. You know what I'm saying? My man Rasheen, Vivian, UG. Uh, um, I just hope y'all enjoy it. I hope y'all y'all celebrated it all month long. You know what I'm saying? I know your birthday is just considered one day, but we don't do that here on the Slackers Talk. You know what I'm saying? We give y'all y'all flowers all month long because y'all deserve it. Y'all keep grinding. You know what I mean? Y'all enjoy yourselves. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what the future holds. And we love you. Vision for kids, man. My favorite. That's where it's at, man. Happy birthday once again. Enjoy it. And now that I got all the announcements out the way, I'm not going to hold you no more. The wait is over. So let's get it in. Today, we doing a versus battle. And... Per your request, you know what I'm saying? The Slackers Talk Nation. This was requested. And this was also a question. I'm going to call y'all out on this one. Because this is also a question I saw, like, thrown around on a couple of other shows as well. You know what I mean? I, I'm starting to think that that's where y'all got the idea from. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, lo and behold, it is what it is. Y'all brought it to my attention. Y'all brought it to the table. So now I must answer it. I must, you know, answer the question, which one was better? And I must give you a reason why. If you don't know and you're just tuning in live, our versus battle today is album versus album. And also, you know, part of it being the album is artist versus artist too. That's the way I look at it. We're talking about Nas Illmatic. Versus the Notorious B.I.G. Ready to Die album. Which one was better? Now, first off, you know what I'm saying? Like me being a New York cat, that, that tells you, man, like the impact in music that we have. You know what I'm saying? Where you could put like two classic albums together like that. Against each other like that. You know what I'm saying? 
and they both being from New York. And I mean, it's, it's plenty of them. It's plenty of them. It's plenty of them. Now, first off, let's start out with Nas. You know what I'm saying? Nas is simply put, man, cut no corners. Nas is simply one of the best to ever do it. You know what I'm saying? Period. Period. If if you feel like he's the best ever, I'm going to disagree. Y'all y'all know who my man is. My man is Pop. You know what I'm saying? That's a that's a different topic. But if you say Nas is the best, I won't argue that. You know what I'm saying? Deserving. Well deserving. Well deserving. Um I remember when Illmatic first came out. And to show you his greatness, you know, he was out before Biggie. He was out before Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? To show you his greatness, right? I remember when Illmatic, you know, first came out. You know, I'm a Queens cat, and he's a Queens guy. You know, he's from Queensbridge. So, you know, we still like an hour apart. If you don't know, you're not, you've never been to New York. Queensbridge is right next door to Manhattan, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? On that side. But nevertheless, I had family members there. You know what I'm saying? I, I still have family family members there now. And Queensbridge is infamous, man. They got Mob Deep, uh, a lot of uh, uh, Noid, rapper Noid. A lot of lot of great rappers came out of Queensbridge, man. A lot of talent, a lot of talent. Not just music, basketball too. Ron Artest is from Queensbridge, if I remember correctly. You know what I mean? So a lot of talent, a lot of talent. I remember when when Illmatic came out, and man, all I heard was "Whose world is this? The world is mine. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine." And I'm like, "Yo, that track, that track is fire, man. You know what I'm saying? That 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 track is smooth." And he just like. Flowing, like like flowing to the beat. And what what caught my attention was when I first started listening to music. I can say basically I came up on rap groups at first. Uh, the first people that I listened to was N.W.A. and Death Squad. You know what I'm saying? Eric Sermon. Well, I should say not Death Squad. I take it back. It was E.P.M.D. Eric Sermon and Paris Smith. Those were the first two groups that that's when I really started like like getting into music. You know what I'm saying? Um I catered to them two first. I knew about L Cool J and all that. But you know what I'm saying? It was NWA. Like they just they set it off, man. They they, they set that era off. Like gangster rap and all that. They set it off. But when Nas came out, it was like, it was different. Like, usually, man, when I first, you know, when I, especially when I first started listening to music, I was all, I was all for, like, that, that hardcore sound. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck the police. Um, like I said, EPMD was the headbanger. 
That, that was my style. You know what I'm saying? When I heard Nas, he was rhyming about the streets and it was hardcore. But the beats were like, like mellow, like, like, like soft, like, like, like jazzy. You know what I'm saying? And he just had like a consistent flow over the beat. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was actually the guy. When I first started listening to music, I liked, I liked the lyrics, don't get me wrong. I was a beat guy. If the beat was tough, I liked the song. Like the lyrics, the lyrics didn't have to really be top notch, but if the beat was sick, you got me. When Nas came out, he kind of, I still, I still love the beats first, don't get me wrong, but he was the first person to kind of like make me like pay attention to the lyrics. Like, it was just like the flow. Like, that was like one of the first times I could say like, I really looked at an album or a song that way instead of the beat. Now, the beats were tight. You know what I'm saying? The beats were sick. Don't get me wrong. That album... That album is, is 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 a classic, man, from top to bottom. You got The World Is Yours. You got Life's a Bitch. You got One Love. It Ain't Hard to Tell. I love the track Represent. You know what I'm saying? The beats on there is sick, too. But it, it was all, like, lyrical. And aside from, like, like, him being lyrical, the thing that, like, stood out and, 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 and drew the, to me the most was it was like to me because we didn't have like social media back then you know what I'm saying so when a person came out when you saw their video the chances are like unless you knew that person personally you know what I'm saying or like, you hung out and you heard them. I was a kid, so, you know, I wasn't in the club yet and all that kind of stuff. But no social media. So, for me, nine times out of ten, when you heard their song on the radio for the first time or you seen a video, that was, like, the first time you seen that artist or heard of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, one of the two, either the radio or the video. Like... It wasn't like no social media presence. It wasn't, you know, no Snapchat where this person was talked about or none of that. Like your names had to like, your name had to like make the rounds. That was the only way like you was getting on back then. You know what I mean? So for me, he just kind of like came out of nowhere, man. Like, yo, who is this cat? You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't have the thing that stood out the most. And I like how he did it was he didn't have like a, he didn't have a crew. He didn't have like a a, 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 um, a major label. What I mean by like major label, like like Big had Bad Boy. You know, he stood next to Diddy. Not to take nothing away from him, but Bad Boy was up and coming. My man Pop, you know what I mean? Death Row was a powerhouse. You know what I'm saying? NWA was ruthless. You know what I'm saying? Jay-Z later on with Rockefeller. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, every prominent artist, like Buster had flip mode. 
every prominent artist like had a crew like on the label like connected to them but this dude Nas he didn't it was just him and for a long time you wouldn't even really know like what label he was signed to unless you like actually did the research like remember like computers and all that kind of stuff like wasn't really all that prominent yet like the, the google and all that kind of stuff that that wasn't that wasn't like that that was there but you know what i'm saying it wasn't prominent like that yet so you never even really knew like what label he was with unless you you know what i mean did the research that counts for something when you can stand like on your own too and like you're not around a, a powerhouse, there's nobody else like as famous as you are and stuff like that. That counts. You know what I mean? That that counts. And to come out Dolo, your first album being a classic, that's saying something. You know what I'm saying? That, that's saying that's saying a lot. That's saying a lot about you. Now, Biggie. Biggie's ready to die. You know what I'm saying? Another classic, another classic, another classic, another classic. Now, Biggie, again, first album, like Nas, first album, you know what I'm saying, out the gate. Now, Big, same way. Album was, was tight, you know what I'm saying, from top to bottom. Um, When he came out with Ready to Die, the West Coast was dominating the charts. At the time, you had Dr. Dre, the Chronic, you had Snoop Doggy Style, you had the you had the Dog Pound, you know what I mean? That's my Death Row Squad, man. They were taking over. They ran the charts, man. Warren G, you know what I mean? Uh, he was doing this thing, even though he wasn't officially, you know, never signed to Death Row, but you know he was out there, and it was just a West Coast thing at the time. When Big Drop, Ready to Die. That brought New York and that brought the East Coast back to prominence. You know what I'm saying? It put the East Coast back on the map. You know what I'm saying? It it filled it filled that void that was missing. Like, there was really no you had, of course, don't get me wrong. Nas was over there, you had a lot of people on the East Coast doing their thing. Like I just mentioned earlier, Nas was out at that time. And, and, and stuff like that. Uh, Buster was doing his thing. But <clears throat> as far as like impact and the timing of this album, it was just impeccable. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it brought a whole coast like back on the map. It was the start of a bad boy, the record label. You know, um, even though, you know, he wasn't the first album on Bad Boy that belonged to Craig Mack. But that's like that's like another another side note too. Craig Mack came out first and he went gold. So there was like a little pressure on Big to to top that. You know what I'm saying? A little a little pressure on Big to top that. And man, you know, to say he topped it, that was an understatement. But let's look at the track. Let's look at the track listing on Ready to Die. And, you know, just like Illmatic, you can listen to the whole album from top to bottom. 
You had probably my favorite track, The What on there, uh, featuring Method Man. You had Juicy. You had One More Chance. You had Respect. Unbelievable. Warning. And I take that back, man. I take that back. I love the song, The What, uh, featuring Method Man. I, I almost forgot, man. I almost forgot. My favorite track on the album, without a doubt, man, was Give Me The Loop. You know what I'm saying? Give Me The Loop. My man is, 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 it's crazy. That's, that's the genius of Big, man. He talking about, you know, robbing people. And he's rapping from two different perspectives, man. You know what I mean? That's that's this that's genius. That that was one of the first times I, I, I heard of that too and seen that, you know what I'm saying? Like that that was genius. That was genius. That that was that's by far, without a doubt, man, my favorite track on that on that album. Now, let's let's get into the comparison between, you know, these two albums. I think a lot of people it's it's hard to say it's hard to say it's hard to say <clears throat> um in the streets if i was to ask people this this question i think i think it would be like more down the middle like 50 50. i think as far as like commercially like as far as like commercial um in the industry, uh, you know, people, people that look at at record sales and and stuff like that. I'm not talking about like other artists, like rap. Like if you're a rap artist, like you should be able to judge like fairly. Like you know what I'm saying. Like if you if you rap, you know what all goes into making an album and. And, and, and how to create a song, the beats, uh, who does what, and all that kind of stuff. So, like, if you're any kind of artist or something like that, you should be able to, like, have a fair judgment. But I'm talking about, like, entertainers that that don't do music, that's that's more commercial, that's, that's that think, that, you know, that'll judge, like, who's more famous, uh, who's more popular? Uh, who record was played more on the radio? Uh, that type of thing. I think if we were going by that, I think everybody without hesitation would probably say, ready to die. You know what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong on this. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, both albums are classic. Um, both artists are dope. You know what I'm saying? They write their own lyrics. They 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 lyrical. They geniuses. Um hard to hard to really say that anybody's better than the two. Um both unfortunately, you know, big past, so he doesn't have the body of work. But, you know, Nas does. But on this in particular one, we're going by one album. And getting back, getting back to the point, like commercially, everybody would say big. 
like because of the impact you know as far as like nobody was like really nobody really took the lead in the east coast at that time everything was rocking on the west you know the, the timing of it that was that was all lined up um bad boy was up up and coming uh p diddy had a little name for himself as as being a, a young executive to work under so many people so you know he already had a name in the game at the time and all that all that is good all that is great all that is great man all that is great like big was coming behind craig mack uh he put brooklyn on the map all that is great but if you know one thing about me is that i take my i take my scouting very seriously I take my scouting very seriously. I look at things that other people may not notice or other certain things that people might not care about that I believe is highly important in the matter. I, I, I dig a little bit deeper. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I check all the T's and the I's and everything counts to me. From top to bottom. The artists, the lyrics, the songs, when was the album made, how it was made, you know, who had influence. I look at every single detail from top to bottom. And I do this because whenever we have a judgment about something. I always love to be the person that people look at and say later on, Yo, you know, Slack is tall. Jay did say that first. Or Jay was the first person to notice that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I love being that person. I love, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And more importantly, when I make my judgment, I don't jump to what's more popular. I don't jump to, well, this is what the crowd is saying. I'm not influenced by that at all. Like, you know what I'm saying? That that doesn't that doesn't carry a weight. I'll consider it, but that doesn't carry anything in my final decision. And my decision for this versus battle. Being that everything is almost equal, both artists are dope, both albums are classic. I gotta go, I gotta find the difference maker. I had to find the difference maker. I love both albums, I love both artists, you know what I'm saying? So I gotta find the difference maker. Like, what's the difference? What stands out between the two? And sometimes it might not actually be. A song. You know what I'm saying? It's like one edge. Like 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 one single edge. And when I thought about it, that edge goes to Nas and Elmatic. And the edge is exactly something I spoke on earlier. 
it's genius. And it's something, it's something that has to be said that he was able to do this classic album alone. You know what I'm saying? Alone. Alone. Now, what I mean by alone, yes, he has a record label. No, he didn't produce the songs. No, he didn't do everything by himself. He didn't. But if you if you're a, a regular here on the Slackers Talk podcast and you heard me talk about music a number of times, right? And I'll say it again. This is one thing that I always say and I stand by it. Music is probably the only profession where you could be successful because of something that doesn't have anything to do with the actual music. I'll give you some examples of that. And when I say this, it's not to take away from the artist at all. You know what I'm saying? It's not to take away from the artist whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? It's not. Artists can't help like what label, you know, what label signed them or who they, who produced their records or, you know, their situation. Everybody's situation is different than others. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's situation is different. Snoop. Snoop is my man. I, I love Snoop. I, you know what I mean? I, there's no hating in my blood. I love Snoop. I grew up on it. That's one of my favorite artists, man. Love Snoop. I was a I'm a Death Row fan. It definitely helped that Dr. Dre produced his whole album. You know what I'm saying? It definitely helped. You know what I mean? I, it, it guaranteed him a certain amount of success. Now, he still... It's not to take away because he still had to do the lyrics. You know what I mean? He still... He had to do that. It's his album. You know what I'm saying? But that helps. Um... Let's go with, with, with Biggie. Um, many people, when he came out with Ready to Die, people probably didn't know the story back then. But now with everything being out there and social media and all the interviews and stuff like that, if you're a fan of his, you would know that he didn't even like the song uh, Juicy. He didn't like Big Papa. Especially like the song Juicy because... It's a remake of an old school track. You know what I'm saying? Him being a, a artist from Brooklyn and all that, he thought people would laugh at him. You know what I'm saying? That that wasn't that wasn't hardcore. You know what I'm saying? It, it wasn't his style. P. Diddy talked him into doing that for radio. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, as you know, like Juicy went on and, and blew up. But P. Diddy, who's also an artist and a public figure, assisted with that. You know what I'm saying? He had a lot to do with the tracks and, and what came out and stuff like that. Whereas Nas don't have a, 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 a figure that was over him. Yeah, he's signed to a label, but he, he didn't have that figure. There's no, there no Rockefeller. There's no Dame Dash next to him. There's no... Uh, Irv Gotti. Uh, there's no, uh, you know what I'm saying? There's no, like, like Tupac and Snoop. There's none of that. Like, Nas was the guy. Period. 
he's still alone. You know what I'm saying? And that 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 says a lot. That 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 says a lot. And I'm sure he probably has like um stories about songs, how they came together and stuff like that too. But like him being the artist and him being the guy who came out with that alone, there's nobody as famous as him to tell it. You understand what I'm saying? There's like who what famous person helped work 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 with him on that album? Like with Snoop, you could say it was Dre. With with, with Biggie, you would say it's it's Diddy. Uh with Jay-Z, you could say it was it was Dane. Like what public figure that was just as big as him that helped with the album? You see what I'm saying? That says a lot. And he was able to produce a classic album. Now, the out the argument here with me picking Nas, it all the Biggie fans out there that would have an argument, the first thing would they would say is, well, Biggie put New York on the map. You know what I'm saying? He brought the East Coast back to prominence. That would be that would be their argument. Now, I can't argue that. But once again, me being the scout I am, I'm not just a scout in basketball. I'm not a coach for nothing. I scout and I look at everything. That's music, that's movies, that's every single thing that I do. Podcasting. Uh, everything, filming, everything, right? Part of me being a scout is you find the diamonds in the rough. You find the gems. You find the superstars, even though, even when people, even when other people don't see that these, this person is a superstar. You find the superstars, even if sometimes the actual person himself doesn't want to be a superstar. You still notice it. It's the scout of me. You know what I'm saying? Now, no doubt, Big and, and Diddy, they produce great music together. They did that. Part of them bringing the East Coast back was the personality. Was the, you know what I'm saying? Again, like, a, a music figure, somebody that doesn't be in music becoming popular for something besides the music. Now, what I mean by that is, the music was great, but Big had that kind of personality that drew attention to himself. You know what I'm saying? He had like an aura around him. Like, when they did a, a an event or something like that or an interview, it drew a crowd. Like, everybody knew about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was it was 10 times bigger than what it was originally supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Where it was just a another interview. It might have been just an interview for somebody else. It was a major event because it was big. You know what I'm saying? He commanded that attention. You had Diddy, like, entertainment, like, dancing in the videos and all that kind of stuff. People love it. And it drew attention. It made you notice them. And that's a good thing. I'm not dissing. I'm not doing the Mount Night thing. If you don't want people dancing in all the videos and all that, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to do that today. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to do that. 
but it, it draws a, a, an attention. Like, people love it. Like, the classic music that uh, Diddy was picking, people love it. And all that is great. Sometimes you have people like Nas that's great and just as good as everybody else, but that's not what they're really going for. And what's crazy is I said this about Nas years ago before anybody else saw it, before anybody else said it. And I never and I never met him. And I and I saw this about him. Nas, one of the best ever, classic albums, you know what I'm saying? Hall of Fame, all that. Like I said, just as good as a rapper as anybody. You mess with him, you go get dealt with. You know what I'm saying? Lyrical, can't can't too many people mess with him, right? But certain people are just good at doing what they do and going about their business. What I mean by that is, you see, Jay-Z, Jay-Z wants to take over the world. You know what I'm saying? Biggie and Diddy, they wanted to be the top guns in New York. They wanted to take over the world. Nas is laid back. Nas is the kind of guy that I'm going to come out once a year or once every two years. I'm going to give y'all my classic album and I'm out. I don't want to be no, I don't want to be the, the king of New York. I don't want to be the, the spotlight, the main event and all that good stuff. I'm going I'm to give y'all my classic album. I'm going to make my money so I can take care of my family and I'm going to go about my business. And there's nothing wrong with that. I always thought and knew like Nas could have did more than what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? And it's not to say that it's bad. He just ain't want to go for it because he's comfortable in his skin. He's comfortable with the money he got. You know what I'm saying? He don't want that attention. He don't want to be the king of this or the king of that. You know what I'm saying? Like all the spotlight and all the clubs and stuff like that. Quiet dude that does his thing and makes his money. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes people see that and they mistake it and they go with the most, they, they go with the people who they feel are more popular. They go with Big and Diddy because they outspoken. They flashy. They, they this and they that. And I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? I, I get it. But to me, that doesn't always make it better. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you know what I'm saying? Biggie came out at the right time, the culture and all that. And I think Nas could have did that if he wanted to. But I think he just want to make an impact make his classic music, and be done with it. You know what I'm saying? And I think we shouldn't hold that against him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's still going to this day. Still putting out classic music. Never fell off. You know what I'm saying? Never had a crew around him the entire time. You know what I'm saying? It's something to be said. And to go back into my point, there was a time where he was about to sign the Murder, Inc. 
And when I saw this interview, I never forget it. Irv Gotti was on, I believe, Drink Camps. And he talked a little bit about it. And Murder Inc., classic example. They were flashy. They thought they was the best. They was on top of the world and all that, yada, yada, yada. Irv Gotti was trying to get Nas to buy into that. Nas was like, nah, I'm good. And that would have been, at the time, you know, Murder Inc. was doing their thing. Him and Ja Rule, that would have that would have been formidable at the time, you know what I'm saying? Nas was like, nah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm good. He just don't want all that spotlight. The spotlight is his music. Period, point blank. So, my answer, and it was a tough one. I love both albums. I love what Big did, how he changed, you know, the culture and everything, the East Coast, the impact he made. But before that, there was a there was a young artist, solo by herself, that came out with a classic banger. You know what I'm saying? Right here in Queens that did his thing. You know what I'm saying? And that was Nas, Illmatic. So I got to go with my man Nas, Illmatic. It's his world on this one. And like I said, you know, popularity is good, is great. But it doesn't always overshadow the talent. So I got to go Nas, Illmatic on this one. All Biggie fans, I love Ready to Die, man. I love Ready to Die. You know what I'm saying? I, I can already see y'all coming. But I love I love Biggie. I love Ready to Die. I love all his albums. I love what he did. But this one is Nas, man. This one is Nas. Y'all know my email address. Y'all know how to get me get at me at the Stikers Talk Podcast. All Biggie fans, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. But it's Nas World on this one. It's Nas World. One love, baby. One love. This has been the Slikers Talk Podcast, a.k.a. the Talk of the Town Now. I'm your host, film producer Jason Slack. And quick reminder before I get out of here. The second album, it was written. Man, you know, <laughs> that's not too far off from Illmatic. That's not too far off, man. That's a dope album, too. But y'all know where to leave the comments. You know what I'm saying? We'll do this again anytime, any album, any person. Y'all be safe out there. Y'all enjoy y'all Halloween. Y'all enjoy the rest of the rest of the month. And we'll be back again to talk next week. Peace. You're listening to the Slack Is Talk Podcast, a.k.a. the talk of the town now. Find out what's going to happen next.